Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Hello, Let's Get Vulnerable listeners. I have some exciting news for you. Right now, there are limited spots available in the ESL Relationship Program. This program is designed to take you from your current attachment style and move you to a securely attached woman who is attracting the kind of relationship that you deserve a healthy relationship, somebody that you can grow and build with. But most importantly, it is designed to take you to the version of you who loves herself and knows how to show up unapologetically in dating and life and to have fun dating. So make sure that you apply to the program as soon as possible as spots are incredibly limited. Use the link in my Instagram bio. It says apply now. You can also find the link in the show notes. Welcome to a very special episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm so excited. We have Keyshawn Scott with us. Welcome. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. No complaints. Um, Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. I'm so excited for this conversation. I've obviously been following you on IG. Thank goodness for IG. We connect with so many amazing (laughs) people and um, just love all the content that you put out. So Thank you so, so much. Happy. Likewise, you too. And that's not only about me, it's about you as well. Yes, thank you so much. Um, and I just want to do a little intro of you so the audience has an idea of who you are. So mm-hmm. um, Keyshorn is a Brooklyn native, award-winning community activist, best-selling author, dynamic speaker, relationship and heartbreak expert, and the founder of Your Love Experience International. He has been seen on Forbes, Good Morning America, ABC News, ABC World News Now, MSN.com, and many other high-profile media outlets. He's been interviewed on numerous radio stations, featured in newspapers, magazines, and he's been able to tell his story and help others understand life, love, relationships, heartbreak, healing, and success. Woo! You are a busy man. Yep. Still make time for other things. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love your mission. And obviously it really aligns with, you know, what I've been doing as well and helping people heal from heartbreak and know that no matter where you are in your love journey, you can always have a healthy, amazing relationship yeah. no matter the past. So I want to ask you, how did you get into this? What was it that that led you to start this mission? I mean, a lot of it came from my past experiences and what I've been through. You know, I didn't wake up one day and say, hey, you know what? I want to heal hearts and I want to talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. It's something that kind of um, 
kind of molds you and shapes you to become that person. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been through a breakup back in 2009, 2010. So after that, I started learning about myself, how to forgive, how to love myself. Mm-hmm. And in turn, I realized that there's a lot of people, not in turn, but usually posting on social media made you realize how many people's going through the same exact thing. So I said to myself, there's so much people who's hurting, so much people who's in, you know, in toxic relationships, mm-hmm. so many people who aren't happy with themselves, with their outcome of life at the moment, with relationships, and they need some kind of guidance. So it's bigger than me, and it's more about all the other lives and the people out there that we can serve. So you know, going through my process and my healing journey, I learned so much about myself. Mm-hmm. I wanted to spread that to other people as well. Mm, so amazing. I think it is such a gift when we can take our own struggle and then use Mm -hmm. it to help others. Um, And, you know, I'm, I'm curious for you, like, you know, as you were growing up, did you have healthy models of relationships Mm -hmm. growing up? Yeah. I mean, I had healthy models of relationships, a little toxic, a little sprinkle of toxic here and there, but, um, you know, for the most part, it, it, it was healthy, but I think being around the same age group and friends, you know, that you're around, you know, you're only learning from people on your, your age level. You're not really learning from mature people. So if I'm going through a a toxic relationship when I'm 15, I'm getting advice from those who are 15, 16, or even 14, Mm -hmm. who's telling you what to do and who's kind of triggering your next emotions or what you're going to do. But as you get older, but some people don't grow up, you know, and as you get older, that 14 year old, 15 year old child grows up with them. Um, Mm -hmm. So for the most part, for what I could see, I did have those positive influence, but a lot of it was learning from my own mistake and really putting myself around people who actually knows what they're doing, been through something and know what they're talking yes. about. Kind of people like me and you, you know, I want to ask a friend for advice or, you know, a cousin, yes. I'll go with an expert or someone who knows exactly what they're talking about. It's such a good point that so, so many people, they'll go to their friends or they're in their environment And those people just don't have the resources. They don't have the knowledge, the training, the the experience, Mm -hmm. right? So, so, so many people just keep taking bad advice. They're doing bad bad patterns over and over. Um, Not from bad people, but they just don't know. They're not, they don't get the resources. Yeah. You don't have the information. Yeah. So then they will, you know, eventually hopefully come to people like us and and get what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you're married, right? So, I yeah. mean, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how how did you go from this breakup and then attracting your your wife is gorgeous, you know, and attracting yeah. this amazing, healthy relationship? How how did you go go through that? I mean, it was a struggle because I wasn't dating for a long time, so it didn't happen overnight. It took me about two to three years to heal and get myself grounded to the point where I was able to accept and receive and, and give love at the same time. Because you can't be ready for love if you're not ready to accept or give, or you're still in a position of hurt and brokenness. Yes. And why, why me? And you know, I'm still attached to my ex emotionally, mentally, and physically. So yes. after that journey, I found myself in a position where I'm like, you know what? I'm ready to give love, but also receive love, mm-hmm. knowing that I might be broken in the process. So when I met my wife, I met her at a heal at a heal place. Wow. Right. When you look for love in a, in a broken place, then you'll get a broken relationship. Yes. Right. So I found her when I was healed and she was going through something, something as well. And she was healed. And 
it was two people who were healed coming together who's ready to give this love thing another chance. And then before you know it, you know, it manifested into what we have today. But we both came to a position where we both were, you know, healed, happy, and we weren't, you know, stuck on our ex. The ex wasn't in our life. We wasn't texting. We wasn't calling. We wasn't thinking about them. We were actually just moving forward with our life, with each other, with different goals. Two whole people. Two whole people. Yeah. I love that so much. You said something really important that I want to talk about, which is mm-hmm. being able to receive love and actually accept it. Why? Yeah. I mean, I I know this to be true in my own life and my client's life, but there can be mm-hmm. so many barriers to receiving love and yeah. actually accepting it in, right? Like maybe it yeah. shows up, but you can't actually accept it. And I don't know about you, but I think so many people are in that place, but they're there unconsciously. They don't mm-hmm. even realize that they can't accept it. Yeah. Which yeah, is a lot of people, yeah. I agree. A lot of people can't accept it because they have a lot of barriers and a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of mm-hmm. misconceptions from the past that they, they haven't dealt with. A lot of trauma, right? Attachment issues, abandonment yes. issues they may have that's unconscious and they don't know about it because they never really took the, the route of going to therapy, seeing the coach. Yeah. And really sitting down and because the first step is acceptance. You got to know that something's wrong with you. Yes. If you're hearing the same thing over and over again from different people, mm-hmm. don't think it's the people. It might just be you. It might just you be, might you. be that problem that yeah. everybody's talking about. So a lot of people, they don't really see that themselves as a problem because they play the victim mentality, the victim role. Yeah. So they, they'll rather blame everyone else except for themselves. But you're not really blaming yourself. Mm-hmm. You're actually putting yourself in a position to be fully available to someone mm-hmm. without all that extra hurt, all the extra baggage, mm-hmm. all the extra, you know, junk that you may be carrying in your life. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people are carrying, right, those past relationship wounds, that past mm-hmm. trauma, and they're seeking to try to heal that in a present yeah. relationship. Or they expect other people to to save them right they, they're yes. looking for a superman or a superwoman in other people and you can't really find a superman or a superwoman mm-hmm. in other people when they don't even know what you've been through they mm-hmm. can't save you they can't mend you and they can't put you back together at all so you can't get that's your, your job that's a, i tell people that that's an inside job yes. you have to do that it's your responsibility so don't go out here trying to gain a relationship expecting mm-hmm. the next man or woman who probably went through the same healing process to get where they are today to help you and heal you and mend you and still have time to love you at the same time. That's exhausting to them. And it's not fair to the other person who's trying to love you. So, so true. I like to explain it in the way of, you know, just like money is a multiplier, a relationship Mm -hmm. is a multiplier. It can't make you anything that you are not already. Right. If you, if you feel loved, if you feel good about yourself and you're healed, Mm -hmm. A relationship will multiply that. If you feel, you know, down and you feel like you have low self-worth and you're insecure and you don't really value yourself, the relationship will multiply those feelings, right? So whoever you are, wherever you're at, the relationship will multiply it. I agree with that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, And obviously, I mean, you've done a lot of work in this area I'd love to hear about your most recent book and kind mm-hmm. of where that came from and what the what the purpose of the book is and who it's meant yeah. for. 
I mean, man, me and my wife, we were just on a couch one day thinking about different analogies. And in my mind, I'm like, I got to, you know how it is. I got to come up with something else. Because yeah. <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur, you're just not content with everything yes. that's going on. You have Even to grow. You have, you have yeah. to grow. You got to keep doing yeah. something different. Yeah. Like I'm trying to get on TikTok now. You know, oh, dang. You're trying so, to get on TikTok? Yeah. So I'm trying to like, you know, do different things, have yeah. in different markets, reach different people, more people. It's about networking yes. and connection. Yeah. So we were on the couch and we we're thinking about, you know, I should write a book for women, but about different men because it's so much different men. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be like an analogy book. Mm-hmm. Right. I forgot what book we were like looking at at the time. But it was something I think we was looking at who moved my cheese or, you yeah. know, like different books with the yeah. kind of like cool analogies. And um, when I found uh, we just throwing names like, you know, what about men? Like three types of men. Like what, what, what were they be going through? Bears, horses, you know? And I was like, what about a mouse? A mouse is sneaky. That could be a cheetah, you know? And then yeah. we went from the mouse being a cheater, you know, um, sneaking around, always sneaking yeah. around at night, really doesn't do anything in a day. Um, you yeah. know, um, I and dated you can't some really of those. To catch, huh? I dated some of those for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and, and a lot of people dated a mouse man. Yeah, yeah. And then we went through the the um the bird. You know, somebody dated a, a bird man. They they really can't argue. Anytime you you say something, they all feel offended. They get upset, and they don't communicate effectively. So they run. They either go to another woman's house. They either go to the ex house. They either go out with their friends, and they don't come back for a long period of time. Mm. So I refer that as to flying into another woman's coop. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. They fly into another woman's coop. Mm. And then what you'll have is that you'll have um, the dog. Right. So the, mm. the dog is pretty much the one who you think is a man's best friend, but they'll actually um, go leave the gate, go and sleep with another woman or sleep with another dog, come back and then act like everything's OK. Mm. Or with a dog as well, you, a dog knows when they're doing something wrong. If, if a dog messes up a part of the house and you come into the, to the house, mm-hmm. they will either hide or be in the corner curled up. And they know that it is something wrong. Dogs are also jealous. Men are always jealous. So if they see you petting another dog or you're with another man, they're going to be like, okay, what's going on over there? Let me go and walk over there and start rubbing on your leg a little bit to show you that I'm here as well. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the, the dog. And then there's the lion, which is like the king, the man. Don't get me wrong. The man, the lion can have a little bit of traits of the other ones, just not the mouse. Mm-hmm. But he could have the communication issues of a of a bird, and he might have a jealousy issue of a dog. So he could have little traits, but when it gets to like fifteen percent, you know, twenty five percent, twenty percent, that's a lot, you know. And then of course that might over um, take the lion, and before you know, it, it's not a lion anymore. It just transferred to a a full blown dog or a full blown bird. Yeah, I appreciate this so much. And where can people find your book? Oh, you can definitely find it on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles um, on my website. Um, you can go to KeyshawnScott.com. That's K-E-I-S-H-O-R-N-E-S-C-O-T-T.com or I'm just typing my awesome. first and last name on Amazon. Awesome. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, this piece about, of course, even the lion, that ideal mm-hmm. partner, they're going to maybe have traits, but it's to what extent. And then I think, yeah. you, you know, you and I know the important thing is, are they willing to take ownership and work on it if mm-hmm. it comes up? Right. Yeah. Cause you can't change if you don't know exactly what you're changing or you don't, yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, you're kind of describing to 
a, a person who's secure, right? The lion is secure. He yeah. knows his value. He knows he's got this great hair. Like, <laughs> you know, he's, he's strong, et cetera. Um, and he's secure in who he is. Um, and, and I feel like that creates intentional mm-hmm. dating, right? Yeah. Like that's, I know who I am. I know what I'm looking for. I can show up and intentionally date. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you and I know that in order to attract that man, you need to become that woman as well of, right. I know, yeah. I know my worth. I know what mm-hmm. I want. I can show up and be intentional. Yeah. I, I always tell people that about the being intentional part is that you have to meet the requirements of your requirements. Yes. Right? So you be asking for things that you're not willing to give because a lot of people there's been hurt so much. All they're thinking about is what they want the other person to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I've been cheated on, if I've been, you know, betrayed, if I've been hurt emotionally, physically or mentally, then in my mind, it's like, I want a happy relationship. And this person should not or cannot be like my ex. So mm-hmm. I'm not even thinking about what I'm going to offer. I'm just thinking about what they're going to offer me because I've been hurt and I deserve happiness. So you're not thinking about the other person deserving happiness. You're thinking about you deserve happiness based on the pain that you've been through. But you have to understand that you have to meet the requirements of your requirements. Whatever you're asking for, you better be met. This is so, so key. And I think a lot of people feel like, well, I just, you know, I want that person to earn it or I want them to prove it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you have to kind of lead with this is how I'm going to be. I'm going to lead with trust, but then I'm going to verify it quickly. Right. Yeah. Like I'm going to lead with love and show up and be giving. And then I'm going to verify that the relationship is worth that. Um, because you can't just go in saying like, well, I'm just going to let you earn all my love and I'm not going to do anything Mm -hmm. because then, then you get people who aren't going to show up for you at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the truth. You need yeah. me to show up for you. Yeah. But showing up, I want to talk for a minute because I feel like you really understand this piece about you have to show up for yourself first. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that relationship with you, your happiness, right? Like taking ownership mm-hmm. of of who you are, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things about it is that you have to be in a, in, a, in a state of mind, like I say, emotionally, mentally, mm-hmm. and get where you're given to yourself, where you're happy, where another relationship is in addition to your happiness. And you're not really necessarily looking for happiness outside. Mm-hmm. Because if you're looking for someone to complete you or make you whole, then when that person is not there or issues happen in a relationship, you're going to be, okay, well, I'm losing a piece of my wholeness, mm-hmm. right? I'm losing a piece of who I am. And that person is not who you are. They're just an extension of your happiness. You're already happy, mm-hmm. right? You're already, um, you're already beautiful. You're already amazing. You're already gifted. Mm-hmm. You have these amazing qualities already. And the person that you're going to be with is an extension, an addition yes. to who you already are. So yes. now if that extension is not there anymore, you're still whole and beautiful by yourself. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is that people give people too much permission, mm-hmm. right? To be their entire happiness. Like mm-hmm. one of the things I spoke about all my life one time was, um, I can't live without you, right? Uh, or you know, yeah. you're my everything. Or there's a Britney <laughs> Spears song that says, "I was born to make you happy." Yeah, I'm like, no, oh. you want to make you happy. Yes, right. And then you were born, and then you make everybody else happy based on how they treat you and how the relationship goes. Yes, yes. 
But absolutely, you know, you were born to make yourself happy and you have to be in a position mm-hmm. for yourself. A relationship is not all you are. Of course, you want love. Everybody wants love. Right. Everybody wants that relationship with a happy home. Settle down, you know, with your children and, yes. you know, making good money and not having to stress about anything. But it comes with a price. And sometimes that price is taking a year off, two years off, three years off and working on yourself. Mm-hmm. Just so you can spend a lifetime with someone that you really love, but mm-hmm. it takes you working with who you are yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so key. And I think a lot of people go through life thinking like, oh, when I get the partner, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll be happy when I'm married. I'll be happy when we have a child. Right. And it's like, no, you need to create the happiness and then allow yeah. those things to be an addition to the happiness. Yeah, is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, Cause you, absolutely. you give, you give away your power when you do that. Right. When you say, Hey, you're going to make me happy. You're giving away yeah. your, your own power and your own worthiness. Yeah. You give you all that power, all that control, mm-hmm. you know, everything that's self, you give that away. Yeah. Everything because whatever they tell you it's, it's true. So you give away your self image, your self esteem, yeah. your self worth, everything that's self you give to this person, everything that's your yep. power, everything. So that's why it's hard to, to leave when you actually realize that, hey, wait, wait, I'm not happy here. But it's yes. hard to leave because you give them so much of you. You gave you them have so the power much yourself. Mm-hmm. So now how do you even must up all that 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 kind of confidence to really walk away? And that's why people are in relationships for a year, two years, three years. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, when you ask them, you're coaching this person, how long you been in that relationship? Well, I've been there for eight years. All right, eight years, all right. When did you notice there were a change? About five years ago. Okay, five years ago. So now mm-hmm. it took you that long to realize, she's like, yeah, because I was trying to work things out. And because, you know, one minute they're telling you good things, next minute they're doing something opposite. Next minute there's Valentine's Day and you're happy and pictures yeah. are. Next minute they're abusing you emotionally and physically. Yeah. Right. So now you're weighing it and they're playing with your emotions and then mm-hmm. time is going. And before you know it, you're like, you know, I can't do 10 years. I'm, I got to go. Yeah. And that's when you, you decide to create an exit plan. What a powerful thing we're discussing here because, yeah. you know, time is our most valuable resource, right? And yeah. I know you and I would agree. I mean, any time in a relationship that's not serving you is time wasted, right? Like you, yeah. you need to be really, really careful with your time and energy. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know, so I'll talk about this thing called plastic plants. I, I like to think of those as relationships that can't grow, right? Like, you don't want to try to water plastic plants because it's just a plastic plant. No matter what you do, yep. it's not going to grow. Um, and I feel like you also talk so much about, you know, you don't want to give energy to a relationship that's not going anywhere to that booty call or somebody who's like in your life, out of your life. Can you talk about protecting the space for the relationship that you desire? Yeah, I mean, protecting the space also works like protecting your values, yes. you know, and protecting your standards and protecting your expectations, because it in a relationship, we can't conform to the other person a hundred percent just like that so fast. You have to get in a in a place where you do not compromise your values, your worth, and what you do. So you can't stop going out with your friends because you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to have a balance in there because if you don't protect you know, your space or your values or what you're doing or anything that you're doing, right? Then you're going to, to that other person, those don't matter. 
So now if you're in a relationship with this person and you're doing whatever they do, and then you say, you know what, I want to hang out with Morgan today. They don't make, wow, you never, you never did it before. Yeah, but these are stuff that I used to do. But when was the last time you did that? Mm-hmm. So now they're going to start questioning the value or the importance of Morgan in your life. When in reality, before you were here, it was always Morgan and, and, and you, Morgan mm-hmm. and you, Morgan and you consistently. Mm-hmm. But now that you kind of gave up your peace, you gave up mm-hmm. your, your values, you gave up all this. They don't take you seriously. Yes. So you don't stop doing what you're doing. You balance it out and you let them know, you know, that this is important and this is what I do. Don't ever stop doing it because when you stop doing it, they're going to say, this is not important to you anymore. Yeah. I am important to that because you're giving me more time. So you have to balance it out. Amen. I always say like people who know they're non-negotiables are attractive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like people who know what they need to take care of themselves so they can function at that high level. Those people are attractive, right? We yeah. lose our attractiveness and some of our power when we just give away those things and act like they don't matter. And then, yeah, yeah we teach our partner that, oh, I'm just available for you and I'm not going to care for me. And it invites all kinds of unhealthy dynamics. Yeah. So yeah. you got to keep doing what you're doing. Don't yes. stop. It. Yeah. Because that's how you give to a relationship, right? Like you give Mm -hmm. to the relationship with the overflow of your cup, right? Like the relationship isn't filling the cup, but you take care of you and then you give to, you know, the other person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I know this is how codependency develops. People completely lose all the things they do for them. They put it all on their partner and then they become completely codependent. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. So important. Well, I know you and I are so on the same page, which I love. I absolutely love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious, you know, for for you and obviously being married, mm-hmm. what what have you found to be helpful in your marriage in terms of how do we honor those boundaries with each other mm-hmm. of okay, I know you need to go do the things for you and I need to do what's for me. How do you honor that with each other? Balance, conversation, and scheduling. That's it. Yes. Oh, I right? love you said scheduling. Scheduling That's makes it, it real. You have, a, you have yes. a schedule everything. We have a board. We we right now because we we're, we're both like entrepreneurs. We both do meetings. We have meetings every day. Wow. Like every, our Monday through Friday is there's no time to hang out, play video games. I got I got a PS5. I don't even play my games like that. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember the last time I played it. Right? Wow. It's because things are, you know, because we do multiple businesses. So it's, it's always yes. team meeting with this. We have to do this. We have to do that. Even on Saturdays, right? So in my mind, I'm like, you know, I got to get out of this house today. So I might just go and buy something for the house later on or just mm-hmm. drop somewhere. But the definitely scheduling, balancing, and communication. Because mm-hmm. if I'm telling her I have um, a meeting, um, like tomorrow I have clients or today I have the meeting. I have to, like my clients early in the morning and I have a meeting. Now they have a meeting at six. So those have to be on the board and it also have to be in Google because I have to send you mm. that. You got to get that. Ding-ding. Oh, he's trying to have a meeting in an hour. All right. So now we have to put Chloe in her room, play with her a little bit. And if she has something going on, I have to take the baby now and I'll be in a room with Chloe for an hour while she do, do her thing mm. and keep her quiet. So, mm-hmm. or if I'm making a live, I'm doing a video. People, when you have a child, it's, it's completely different. Yeah. Because right now, as I'm doing this, she's in the room with Chloe quietly. Right. Yeah. And I just heard Chloe knocking on the door and saying something crazy. And I, in my mind just now, like about 10 minutes, ago, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then she went from the room to, to Chloe room and it's quiet. 
you didn't hear it because I put it on, I put it on mute. Yeah. Right. But they were loud like about five minutes ago. Oh yeah. Be quiet, but I put it on mute. So you won't hear it. So it's, it's a lot of, um, mm. but for some people that could be a lot because you're, you're doing this and you're like, Oh my God, I could never do anything, you know, because I got so much to do and it can bring conflict in the relationship and in the marriage where both you guys don't feel heard. Yeah. You feel like you both are not being successful because mm-hmm. you don't have the time mm-hmm. um, because you might have to watch the baby for one day. We have schedules where I have to um, bathe her on certain days and she has to bathe her on certain days and put her to sleep. Mm-hmm. And that takes away a chunk of time. So yes. if you don't see me post on certain day or nights, it's because it's my night. If yeah. I post, if mostly I post on videos on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh-huh. rarely you'll see a video on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. And if you do, it's because I pre-recorded it while I was walking in the street mm-hmm. or she did something with Chloe. Chloe had a play date and I went to the other room somewhere yeah. and just said, I mean, let me think about something to say. What well, I'm going to, because sometimes you got to put out content. It don't got to be nothing planned. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to drop something. Oh, yeah. People so, know that you're here still. Yeah. Yeah. So I will just okay. jump on the, hey, um, hey guys. So what's going on today? Let's just talk about relationships and it'll be a minute, two minutes, mm-hmm. throw it out there. And sometimes your most fast content will be, will be viral. And you, yeah, your intention wasn't even to make it viral. You just wanted to say something at, at totally. one point. And before you know it, everybody's like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And in your <laughs> mind, I just did this just to get some content out. Well, you know what I love about this? Well, I love that you both are entrepreneurs, by the way, because mm-hmm. that takes a lot of support for each other. Cause you and I know there's up and down of, you know, being an yeah. entrepreneur. So it speaks to the level of support that you have for one another. Right. Um, but I also love the scheduling piece. Yeah. So many people don't do that. It's this practical thing. You're like, Oh, how important is it? But yeah. your Google calendar is, I mean, for, for me and my partner, that is like, mm-hmm. we have to look at it every yeah. day. Right. So, so, yeah. so important. And then you have to have people to work with you too, because you can't do it by yourself. You have to have like I have my, my PR oh, yeah. and my team, you oh, know. Yeah. So it's always, hey, you gotta you gotta meet at um um you had like yesterday, you know, Courtney, yes. hey, you got Dr. Morgan at um at one. I was yes. like, oh, okay, cool. Let me know. Thank you for letting me know. Because I had a meeting at one. So I'm like, hey, I'm about yes. to be on that. So you always have to be in communication because you'll forget sometimes, you know, even with clients, sometimes people that you, you refuse yes. to do so much or you're not scheduling. You will forget that your client said, hey, I remember how many times I forget that my client said, hey, not Thursday, but Saturday. And I'm waiting yeah. on Zoom on Thursday and I'm texting her, hey, where are you? And then she's like, oh, I told you that it was Friday. I'm like, oh, I forgot. I should have <laughs> wrote it down. And when you don't write things down, yes. you know, it, it's kind of hard. No, yeah. so, so, so important. And I think you know, when, when you're in a relationship where both of you are driven and you both are wanting to be successful and grow together, mm-hmm. it's this superpower if you do it well, right? Yeah. It's like, Ooh, I understand you. I understand your drive. Yeah. Um, and I imagine there's seasons, right. Where maybe you're supporting her more in yeah. times where she's supporting you and it's all communication. You got to communicate about, Hey, this yeah. big thing's coming. I'm really going to need you. Right. Yeah. And entrepreneurship is working hard every, you, you, you got to work yeah. when you're not working. When you, you don't feel like it. my friend told me the other day, I said, yo, he said, I was like, I'm fair making no videos today. He was like, yeah, but the video is not for you. Right. And yeah, he was like, it's not for you. <laughs> it's for other people. It's for people. So, yeah. So, you know, people are waiting for your, your content, but you don't feel like it. Yes. You know, so 
Um, and sometimes you don't feel like putting out content. Sometimes because entrepreneurship, you can't stop. I said on my wife this yeah. other day, you can't stop. Once you stop, you stop making money. Yeah. That's it. Once you stop promoting, marketing, advertising, your income stops completely. Well, and I think, you know, people like us where it's heart centered, right? It comes from yeah. a mission driven place of you want to help people. Mm-hmm. And I, I know me, if I wasn't growing, if I wasn't sweating every day, trying to do a bunch of things, I wouldn't be happy. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like that, that fulfillment comes from, let me help people and let me grow as a human in the process. Um, we get a lot of DMS in the process too, because everybody it's like, they don't go by without people asking for, and you could think about it. Imagine how much DMs you get a day based on a video from different people. Right, right. Right. So let's just say, let's even say one person, right? So that's one person a day. That's 365 people for one year, different people who's going through something. And we're definitely getting more than one. You probably say you get five or 10. So you multiply that 10 or that five by 365 days. And this is Monday through Sunday. That's a lot of people who's going through relationship problems. It's so so many. Yeah. Now think about all those who are really going to heal or yeah. succeed that year because you can't give your energy to all 365 people. Yes. I mean, so it's, it's, it, 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 it's hard. It is. And you know what I love about, I think both of our stories is, you know, I, I went through my own horrible breakup experience and past mm-hmm. toxic relationship and, and then came to this place of healing and attracted a great relationship. And I could have just gone on with my life and, you know, not created this business but I yeah. think when you go through that level of transformation, you you go, oh my gosh, I have to help people who are suffering because yeah. I don't want people to suffer like I did. Yeah. I want to be the thing to to pull them out of their burning house, if you will, right? So mm-hmm. um, I think it's it's just this, it's this decision that you and I made of, yeah, I had my own transformation, but I want to help other people have that transformation too. It's not just for me. Oh, I want yeah. this to be for everyone. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm curious for you. I mean, I know you always have so many things going and I really admire that about you. As, as I said, you're a busy guy. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it that you're working on now? Or do you have any future projects coming out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right now I have two apps that's coming out. I'm dropping um, two apps, a free one and a paid one. Oh, cool. So those are the two apps that I'm, I'm dropping right now. So that those are launching um, probably like in a month. And so what, will they be, what will they be about? So one will just be a regular app for me, just myself, my app, um, to know what Keyshawn does. And it's going to be push notifications. So I'll be throwing quotes out, you know, okay. straight directly to your phone, like daily quotes to your phone. Cool. Um, the next one will be um, your love experience app, which is going to give access to um, updated videos, weekly videos, online courses, and also um, monthly Zoom, um, cool. like relationship advice and question and answer sessions. So that's going to be like, you know, monthly fees for the app. So it's going to be an in-app um, purchase in an app store and on Android cool. and stuff like that. Yeah. So those, that, that's, that's the biggest thing. You are a busy man. You're writing books. You have apps mm-hmm. coming out. I yep. I totally respect it. I really, really admire your drive. Thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. Yep. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm curious, obviously you, you did write a book for women. You have a lot of women in your audience. Um, if you were to speak to single women right now who've gone through heartbreak, who are really struggling, Mm -hmm. like what, what would be some of your biggest advice for them? 
I'll say one of the first steps is, um, you know, forgiveness, right? Forgive yourself, mm-hmm. right? You have to walk in forgiveness. It doesn't matter like what you've done or what you've been in the past. No, forgive yourself and to the point where you know you will love again, right? Know that you'll be happy again. A lot of us, we blame ourselves for the breakup. We, we put so much pressure and hurt on ourselves. We don't even give ourselves enough time to process what we've been through, how it could have been different, or it really wasn't our fault. A lot of people, we just live in a world with imperfect people. I'm imperfect. They're imperfect. So we have to have grace to ourselves, right? So that's one of the important things. And I think the number one thing is forgiveness and acceptance. Those are the two biggest things. Forgiving yourself and working towards forgiving your ex or the people who hurt you. Um, Because I tell people, you're not going to forgive them immediately, but it's definitely. And in order to get to a place of complete happiness and complete Mm -hmm. peace, you have to forgive people who hurt you. Because you can't hate someone and still want to love at the same time. It's kind of difficult. But a lot of people do it. Um, and accepting the fact that you have to go through some kind of process, journey, mm-hmm. or, or um, pain in order to get your happiness back. Oh, I love this. I love it so much. And I think, you know, it's this whole piece of that forgiveness is actually for you more than it is for them, right? Yeah. Beautiful. I love that advice. Is there anything that we haven't touched on yet that you would want to share with the audience? Um, No, I think we touched on a lot of important um, topics, you know, from healing to relationships to, you know, loving yourself first. Yeah. Those are the main things, you know, loving yourself first and really uh, putting yourself first, you know, stop putting other people first. Mm-hmm. that's that's important a lot of us we like to put other people's emotions and happiness before ourselves yeah and their peace before our own yeah, yeah. so i think we, we we touched on a lot of good stuff i love it and i i just so appreciate you and all that you're doing can you tell people again just how to connect with you on social media yes absolutely you can go on um keishonscott.com um that's k-e-i-s-h-o-r-n-e um, or you could go on my Instagram or Facebook page, Keyshawn, same name, Keyshawn Scott, K-E-I-S-H-O-R-N-E-S-C-O-T-T. I love it. And yes. everybody listening, we would love to hear from you. So please share this episode to your stories. Send us a DM. We definitely want to know your takeaways from mm-hmm. this episode. Um, and yeah, so, you know, I just love when I get to talk with folks who are so on the same page and it's like, yes, everything resonates and you're certainly (laughs) one of those people. So thank you so much for sharing your experience, for getting vulnerable with us. Um, and yeah, keep, keep shining. You're doing amazing work. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. All right, everyone. And thanks for listening. Of course, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. We'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. 
So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.